had on before he was on episode 32 yep uh from rom-com to real talk yes, i'm pretty sure you, you had this whole thing about how you and leo had listened watched all these rom-coms yeah, we have a and... connection yes of love <laughs> but the real truth is about leo right now is he is a little bit of a playboy self-confessed so self-confessed yeah he's gonna talk yeah, about it we're not but labeling we, him but we just thought we'd give context that yes he is a playboy, a very lovable playboy. Very lovable, yes. Yeah. And um, we, uh, there's actually the three of us on the podcast, so if you hear a different voice, it's Grace's. She wanted me to say that, but I thought it was strange because they've just heard you on the intro. <laughs> I know, but I'm not on the episodes usually, so right. I thought maybe they'd just be like, well, now who's this random person? Did you enjoy being on the episode? I enjoyed being on the episode, but I hated having to listen to myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, during the edit? <laughs> yes. I just think I actually don't, when I hear it, when we, when we listen back so many times, but I just presume that I'm a different person. I should start doing that. Yeah. Because I feel like I sound like a 40-year-old male so they, smoker. There you go. So you're a 40-year-old male smoker, so it's not you. So you can just detach. Good like great breasts for an old man. <laughs> I was going to add to that. And why I, would add to that. Um, I like the compliment. So the only, I, the only thing we I want to say, like I feel like this would it's going to make more sense once you've listened to the yes. episode. By the way, I love this episode. I'm, I'm so excited to put it out there, but... We do talk about casual sex a lot. Yes. And listening back, I was like, wow, I seem really cool with casual sex. I think sex. both of us came across very coy. Y- yeah. And and playful. With and I don't know idea. if we were like just trying to be cool with Leo. I, I don't know. I feel like I was. But I, yeah. <laughs> I, was just like, I was definitely trying to fit in. <laughs> but I, I'm not sure actually how I feel about casual sex. I definitely don't... Um, uh, I wouldn't say don't do it or like that it's a bad thing. I'm just not sure if I necessarily believe that it gets to anything yeah. great. Um, I think, I mean, both of us have had casual sex. But, and I I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I don't know if it necessarily, there's the internal concept of it. And then there's the idea of other people and their behaviors. Like, I have no personal opinion when it comes to Others. casual sex yeah. as a concept. Yeah. But I don't know if I personally afterwards am, lo- am loving myself so much. I agree. Right? And that's a great way to put it. Like, I could not... I would never judge anyone. Like, it's nothing to do with anyone else. But my personal experience with casual sex is that great in the moment and then I'm like oh I'm gonna my head I'm gonna pay for this in yeah. the morning because my head's gonna you know run circles so anyway but we never really discussed that we just um no but, we don't know, really get into us go, go get into us which is totally fine but uh so we really hope you enjoy so it does get a little um graphic like with some there's some, some yeah there's some, some storylines that go a little graphic but Ultimately, it, you're fine. And it is a beautiful little episode. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you to Nancy and thank you to Jimmy for helping us put together this podcast. We could not do it. Without. Honestly, could not do it without you. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And we really hope you enjoy the show. Yeah. Bye, guys. Loving It's a a hard look in the mirror one. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, Leo, you haven't been that great to women. You know what I mean? Like, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to say out loud, right? Even if to some degree you already know it, but um, to say out to the internet, to the universe is like, I'll just tell the story and like what I learned from it, right? So I saw, I was, 
Um, I've never had a serious girlfriend. I feel like I should make that clear. Like, my last girlfriend with the title and everything was in high school, right? Okay. Like, I'm now 26. So it's like, it's been a while. Um, so last year, I was seeing a girl and it, we, we matched on Tinder. It was like very casual throughout. Um, honestly, like, oh, fuck, this sounds bad to say. I literally think I may, might have taken her out in like duration of eight months. Maybe we went on one date. You know what I mean? That might have been the first. Oh. Meaning you would just like a it proper date? Like, yeah, or like you a proper like us going out. out to do something. So like one out of like 20 yeah. hookups. Yeah, so it's like, okay, yeah, just if, you know, hypothetical. Okay. Anyways. Um, so like, I had some things that... You were under the impression she was very much so okay with it staying in the realm of... Yeah, because like that, you know, that was a conversation that we had. Okay. You know, this was cool. And, you know, she never, and that, that's, that's how we were kind of like approaching the relationship was that it's very casual. She was seeing other people, I was seeing other people. Um, but... You know, she definitely out of like my romantic partners in that last year, I was seeing her the longest, like, you know, eight months. Okay. And this is something that we had discussed on so many occasions. It was kind of like a back and forth of, hey, this is where I'm at. I want to read, get a read of how you're feeling and what your thoughts on that are. And it was a, always a really good dialogue. But, and this is not to presume how she felt, right? Like that, that's not what I'm trying to do here. But I feel like when you're dating someone on a fundamental level all people in, that engage in any relationship honestly outside of even romance like a lot of it is reading between the lines like trying to see trying to get an honest gauge on how this person's feeling beyond what they're saying yeah right and i think the reason why i look at that relationship and think wow i was really shitty is because not once did i put in that effort like i never was like you know like is that really how she feels as long as it was something that I wanted to hear, I was like, oh, word, type, cool, I'm off the hook. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she said she's down for it? Cool, perfect. And then off we go. You know what I mean? Not even looking back. And the vice versa of you sort of saying to her as well, like, I am not interested in anything more. I'm not... Yes. Like, because you made it clear that you you weren't looking for anything serious, Yeah, at the right? time. Yeah, and she was... She didn't want anything serious either. But I think that, like... Again, not to presume how she felt, but I think like I needed to make the effort, just like internally. Not, I don't even think it changes how I would have engaged with her, but it's more like, damn, that's really shitty that I never once like took a second thought at it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you got what once, you wanted, and exactly. I never once considered like, oh, you know, like, am I kind of being not abusive, but am I taking this relationship for granted? Am I like taking advantage of her emotional? like willingness to to go wherever I'm kind of like pushing the relationship like it's really shitty if a person doesn't take a second thought about that like you know what I mean like I feel like I wasn't putting up effort in the right ways and I think that that's like honestly that's like what a fuckboy is right like if I'm I feel like the core definition of what a fuckboy is is someone who does the bare minimum to maintain a relationship with a woman or a guy right like, that's, that's really what a fuckboy is. Right. I right? thought a fuckboy was, like, <laughs> if, I, if I didn't necessarily think that he had any skill set or anything outside of just, like, oh, I'm going to go fuck him and that's it. Oh. Oh, that's, I think... Was I wrong? No, but I think that's a girl treating a guy as a fuckboy, meaning I, I'm just going to... Hook up. I'm just yeah. going to do exactly uh, no. what I like, want he's only person. good. Yeah. I think, yeah. like, within the not. dating yeah. landscape, I, I would say, like, people have their own... Like definitions of it, I think that that's yours makes sense. I core. just didn't think yeah, that. Yeah, that it's core, and I think that there's two kinds of fuckboys, right? Yeah. The oblivious kind, they don't even know that they're doing the least. Like, that's whatever, right? And then there's, you know, the more dangerous kind, right? Yeah. The self-aware ones. Yeah. The guys that know exactly where they're shortcoming in the relationship, but have like the vocabulary to like kind of get themselves out of it. So what kind and of like, fuckboy were uh, you? I'm definitely the second kind. Right, right. I, a dangerous I, one? I don't, I don't know dangerous, but it's like, what's worse, a person who doesn't know that they're being a piece of shit or a person who knows exactly why they're being a piece of shit and knows how to deflect? But here's the thing. I think the way that you were saying the story of this girl last year was that you weren't aware. So now... Okay, I, like, I don't think I was aware of, like, my emotions, but I think... Oh, but you saw the but, manipulation. Yeah, I thought that, like, me not taking a deeper look on how she was feeling 
was, I mean, I just think that that's not cool. You know what I mean? Like, whether or not I felt anything for her isn't even a part of that. It's just like, I felt like I didn't do a good job of reciprocating the energy and the effort. And that's, I mean, that was just like the most toxic part about the relationship. And then the reason why I fell apart was like, oh my God, of course the. So anyways, it fell apart. We were... Why did it fall apart? Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it fell apart because... Uh, it fell apart because I, I kissed another girl in front of her. Oh. Yeah, it's not tight. It's not a, good, it's not a tight thing to say. Um, I feel like you're going to say a few not tight things today. That uh, was... Yeah, no, and it was... I don't know. The, I, like, recounting on it, and, like, I did that a lot after... Wait, were you... Sorry, yeah. I don't know her. I don't know yeah. any of the backstory. Yeah, definitely in here because yeah. I know okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. to know what. Okay. okay, so I guess I should backtrack before the party happened. A lot was happening in my life at that time, um, and this is like not even. This is not, not to trying. say that like not this excuse, is okay. This is not just, an excuse yeah. by any means. It was more so like I was in a weird place. Like I was digesting a lot, and I think I rushed into some things. Um, Okay, so what had happened was I hit this girl up to go out and, like, hang out. And, you know, she was like, I'm going to a party. You're, you can definitely come with. Um, so we go to this party. And, like, one of the things that we had discussed was, like, no PDA. You know what I mean? Between the both of you? Yeah. Just because it's, like, you know, like, we wanted to make, make it clear that this was strictly hooking up. And, like, nothing more. Right? Like, I had placed a lot of parameters on the relationship. Like, a lot of rules and, like... Because I was under the guise that, like, I want to control the trajectory of this relationship and make sure it didn't go anywhere that it wasn't supposed to. Did she set any of the rules or were... Yeah, some... Yeah, and, like, in, in hindsight, like, control at any capacity within a relationship is, like, about as toxic as you can get. Yeah. That's, like, essentially me saying, like, all right, fuck your emotions and what your thoughts are. Like, this is how I want it to be. Um... And so, like, we were operating on, like, that for a while, but for whatever... So I bring that up because that night, I remember, like, um, like kissing her or something, and she was kind of, like, caught off guard by it, kind of like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, what's up? And I was just like, you know, like, it's fine, you know? And I think, again, it was just like... I can break my I, rules. I just wanted to, like, get out of, like, yeah. whatever it was, and, like, it's fucked up that I kind of use her as the means of that. Would do that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's, again, another toxic thing that I did. I probably should have, like, gave, given her some kind of heads up. Yeah. Right? Rather than just kind of diving into this thing. And I think... Because all she's... Frick. Yeah. Because all she's feeling is... It's like, oh, he's, he's... breaking some of his rules Ooh. for me. So, like, I... Again, not to, you know, assume how she received right. this and, right. like, what she's thinking. But, like, if I were in a position like that and the partner that I was with at the time, or, like, one of the partners, whatever... Um, you know, did something out of the ordinary, I, obviously you'd receive it a certain way. Yeah. And so, you know, I broke the rules. I, we ended up staying together uh, with each other that night. I, was, I stayed at her place. And I remember, in a, and I probably, you know, like, it felt very natural to say it, but I told her, like, you know, I, I really like you. Um, like, without any other context beyond that, it was just, you know, I really like you. Um, and then... And that, because you felt that at that moment? I, I mean, in that moment, I really felt it. It came out, came out quite naturally, you know? Was this the night that you kissed the other girl? No, 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 no. Oh, I know. That's what I keep... I was like, she brought you home? No, no, that, <laughs> that happens in the next night. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's it, it all... So, like, oh, everything okay. kind of, like... It's like a lot that happens oh, that leads yeah. into... Yep, yeah. And it yeah. was just kind of crazy. And I, like, maybe you look, think back and, like... I, I don't know. It's yeah. just... It, it was a lot. Right. And again, not saying that one is an excuse for anything no, that I we, did. Yeah. No. I just, I'm more so saying that this is just so happens to be the timeline of it all. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the next day she's already going to that party. So I'm like, yo, that's so cool. You get to meet my sisters. Right. And I think like, again, that's, that's a heavy thing, right? Like to be like, Hey, you get to meet You've my kissed her in public. You've said, I yeah, really like you, know you I mean? and you're going to meet some of my family members. Not to presume how she feels, oh, but I'm just like. It's a lot, yeah. right? It's a lot to digest. Just, just as a blank statement. Right. You know, yeah. and I think, you know, objectively speaking, you, and you walk, you read that list to anyone and you're like, oh, That's you know. That's a sign. It you, could, yeah. You could perceive it as something. Yes. So, 
Anyways, that night I'm with my siblings and my friends are having like this music festival in their backyard. It was like very Bushwick, you know what I mean? It was like a bunch of hipsters baked in a fucking square backyard. I don't um, miss, miss Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it started early, right? It was like an all day thing. Like we were drinking at like three o'clock. And I was, I was drinking throughout the evening and you know, by by the time night had happened, I was pretty drunk, to say the least, you know what I mean? Um, and I don't, I just remember like us going to uh, my place before going to um, this bar. And then it was at my place that I had realized that this girl, who, without giving away too much detail, I want to, you know, make sure yeah, she's yeah. got her privacy, um, who I had no prior history with whatsoever. Like oh, this is another person. Right. This is so the girl, the that, I end, girl. that I end up kissing. Right. Yeah. I had no prior Engage. engagement. Like nothing remotely romantic. Right. It was strictly like hey. we were very cap like nice like in passing type of thing. And I remember her saying that. So after going back to my place, drinking some more, we end up at the bar down the street from my house, and I don't know what led up to it. I don't really remember, but I just remember her saying like. You know, like, I've always been, like, quite curious about you. You know what I mean? Like, there's been a little bit of interest. And, you know, like, I just get, like, tunnel vision. I'm just kind of like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Kind of like if you, like, like you like see a new toy kind of a thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Just kind of like, oh, okay, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> tell you know? me why you like me. Please, go ahead. <laughs> And I'm pretty vulnerable at the moment. <laughs> and at that time, I just remember we have like this little conversation and I lean in and like, I think I kissed her on her shoulder. Right. And just like zero awareness of like my surroundings other than the fact that like, oh, we're in a bar. It's near my house tight. So I'm, I'm safe. You know, um, I lean in and kiss her on her shoulder. And then, of course, this other girl's right there. She sees the whole thing happen. And it's just kind of like. All right, that's 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 next, right? And at the time, like I obviously run after. We have this discussion. She's very upset, rightfully so, um, you know. And that kind of was like that was it. Like we had we had broken. That was it. She didn't want anything to do with me. And like okay, cool. And you know, I think at first I was kind of I didn't really it didn't really hit me because I just kind of thought like. You know, like, this sounds so arrogant, but in my mind, I really thought that, like, we would just figure it out. Yeah. Like, I really was like, you know, like, she's upset now, but we'll be fine later. Can I just have a... I'm yeah. I'm going to presume, though, that the kiss on the shoulder, though, you obviously were probably both sitting at the bar very close to yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, I don't learning. think this was yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. like, I didn't want it to be, like, you... No, yeah, no, no, no. I don't want to downplay what I did. Yeah, like, a, and I'm you, sure... Objectively it, speaking, you, you, you're looking at that, you're like, oh, yeah, those two. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there yeah. was, like, there was, a, you know... Total vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot to it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and it kind of just happened where, at that time, I was beginning to start my new job, so I went home for a few weeks. Um, before starting it and so we had a couple weeks apart when I came back um, You know, like I I had hit her up and she was like, you know, like no, nah, that's it And it was cool. I mean it wasn't cool because it re actually it really sucked because like I think the moment that I understood that it was like definitive I It started to really fuck with me just kind of like how it was like totally like a self-inflicted wound Yeah, and then whether or not the emotions that I felt after were derived from a place of like act like substantiated feelings for her or like d I don't think really matters but like I was definitely feeling these things and it made me reflect in a way that I hadn't in a while yeah and so like just I hadn't finally made the realization of all the things that we kind of talked about kind of like how um control at any capacity and especially from like an emotional standpoint how toxic and like selfish that is you know how I disregarded her the entire time and then going back to that just fundamental effort into the relationship never you know again not to presume that she ever felt anything more than what she said but i think that like the way i handled the relationship wasn't something that i was proud of yeah and it really sucked i think that was probably the shittiest part so like for a month i was feeling pretty down like 
I mean, like, I think it might be, like, the Scorpio in me or something, but I was, like, super dramatic about it. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So dramatic about it. Like, I remember going home on the wrong train just so that I could walk the long route home to, like, listen to music and cry. I was like, oh, God. Like, Wait, we've all done that, though. It's <laughs> so, it was so dramatic. It was like, like, sometimes I just need to put on that soundtrack and sob. Oh, my God. I know. Quickly. And it was, like, it kind of happened at a time. And, like, when it happened, like, my roommate had broken up with his boyfriend. And so we were just, like, really egging each other. I was like, do you want to cry tonight? Like, hell, yeah, I want to cry tonight. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Time. Because I was going to do it anyways. Um, so at that point, I think at this at this phase in my life, I could really have, like, phase in my life like a couple months ago <laughs> I think at this point I had like a, a level of self-awareness in terms of like my dating habits that I hadn't had and so I was like I think going into 2019 I was like okay mm. let's let's be better about it yeah right like if at any point you feel like you're doing anything that is remotely like going back to your old like you know kind of toxic tendencies, you know, you need to be better at holding yourself accountable. Um, How long did that last? Uh, honestly, <laughs> it oh didn't. I, you just went up so many it like, octaves. It like, it, I don't know. I, well, it, yeah. the universe kind of forced my hand. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that's what happened. Right? So I think, okay. um, so what had happened was, I think, uh, fall, I was like, really down. Right? Yeah. So, like, I was, like, feeling the feels, being dramatic, being a Scorpio, crying, whatever. Um, and then um, I get kind of lost in my new job, start, um, and at that point, that kind of, having a new job and something to focus on was really good, right? Like, I think that kind of took my head out of it and, like, set me up to, to move on, you know, within, like, a month or so. So, you're making a bit more money now, you're yeah. also, like... You're sort of rocking it. No, it was work. it was like a lot of good things had happened like outside of dating at that time that really counteracted it, it and like set it. me yeah. up, yeah. right? Like confident. I please. moved. Yeah. I moved into a new apartment, and it was like the first time. It's like ongoing joke with my friends, but like it's the first time that I've lived in New York and had four walls. Yeah. Right. There's always been like, like I finally have a door. Oh my god. Oh my god, I forgot you used yeah. to live. On top of a bedroom. I used to live in this attic, essentially, where you couldn't <laughs> stand no, up. But there's no walls, really. Yeah, no just, walls. Like, and there. then the next one was like, I had three walls, but I had a curtain for a door. So it was like, it was always something. So now you have four walls. And a door. What? What's up? <laughs> so, you know, like, I guess that, the new job. How did girls go home with you previously? <laughs> they just would. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they just would. I mean, it's just like, I mean. They but would. like being a girl, I, wow. To like no. be like, nice curtain. Uh, the only. No, I mean like, it, it was a nice curtain, one. <laughs> and then two, it was like, the, the, the apartment was like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't shambles, but it was like, you know, like. No, I just. You know, it was like, a curtain. It's not really private. No, no. <laughs> So anyways, moving on okay. to my, my living situation. Sorry. Um, so I had a lot of things like kind of go my direction. I think I, for whatever reason, I'm like dating more frequently than I ever have in my life. Okay. Right? Like it just like, it just kind of happened that way. And what that you, was a weird, <clears throat> what, what's up? Be clear about what you mean by dating. I'm sleeping with women more, like more frequently than I, I've, I, I've ever had. Oh, that's what I took it as. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, he talks about dating very casually, and he's but hooking dating. up with women. Okay, you can go on dates and yeah. bring a girl home. Doesn't mean you guys are dating seriously Thank or you. in I a relationship. Me, I, I, yeah, cool. I mean, I'm, so you get him, but okay, I cool. just wanted to, you know, I, I, was I could have been taken. I was sleeping around. I don't think any more than like your average New Yorker, but like sleeping around, sure. Like how many times a week? I don't want to answer that. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I mean, I, I was, I wasn't like, I, I, I think, <laughs> I think at some point I was I'm definitely. Sorry, I don't know if we meant to okay. make you blush so no, much. In that I was, I, it wasn't like that. Anyways, um, 2019. Uh, Wait, I would like to ask, is it a lot of different women or are you kind of like no, no, with no. the same I mean, women it, casually? Yeah, it was like, you know, like I would meet a girl, we'd hit it off and then we'd, we'd hook up. Okay. You know what I mean? And there's maybe like 
A couple hookups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know what I mean? I wasn't sure if it was just like one night stand after one night stand after one night stand, or if even some of these girls were were sticking around for a bit of time. No, but no, yeah, some of the girls I did see. Yeah, that's true. It's all of that. But I wasn't even sure if he was giving himself the chance to to even see them. No, I was definitely, like, some of the girls I'd seen for a couple months. Okay. So, I'm dating very casually, and, you know, for the most part, I think not in a... Toxic, toxic manner, you know what I mean? Like, again, very transparent. And, like, we kept everything... Like, n- pretty much nothing changed from the year prior, right? Like, <laughs> engaging with women the exact same way. But in... in but kind was- of more aware of myself. But I... You know, in hindsight, probably not in a substantiated way. Not, like, It was like way. you'd made the note in your head. Yeah. You'd... The first step is admitting you have a problem. The second step is taking action on it you've like kind of let the thought in your head you're like oh i probably should be a little more cautious of some of these yes, things yes that's the but gra- you're not necessarily acting that's, on it wow that was amazing amazing deduction <laughs> that was pretty much it right in hindsight i should have been way more cautious about how i was dating and then had thought through how it is i'm gonna put into practice um dealing with these toxic behaviors that i had been so conditioned to or like so comfortable with but then, mm-hmm. right but another difference was was that you there wasn't you weren't really there wasn't a girl that was constant though anymore where no where last year there was a girl yes, that was constant while you were doing everything yes, else as that's well. true this time you're just doing right the other yeah. thing yeah, yeah right um so you know like i'm dating around and i think i don't know at what point it happens um but something I have this evening out, and I remember, maybe it was like a holiday or something, and like, I just want to say before I get into the story, like, shit goes down, right? Like, <laughs> this really, this was like the turning point, I think. Um, so anyways, it's a girl, again, who I had no previous relationship with, you know, it kind of just happened, um, where I, you know, she ends up over, and... You know, I remember the night that she came over, we didn't do anything because we were both really drunk and I fell asleep. I tend to do that when I'm really drunk. And then the next morning, um, we start to have sex. And I, I think there were like a few factors that came into play. Like, I think it was my la- our lack of emphasis on foreplay. And then also maybe not getting like having lubricant nearby or whatever. But we just like kind of hop into it like too sweet kind of a thing you know what I mean just like um and okay I feel like this is also a really good opportunity to kind of shed some light and on the taboo of like an uncircumcised penis yeah I have an uncircumcised penis and I think girls are and guys are under the impression that this shit is a push pop or like you know like it's a banana that needs to be peeled back (laughs) and like that's not the case you know what I mean it's good to go as is you know what I mean like it's good it's up it's we can go. And so it's I need push You know what I mean? And I think, you know, that like I can get what you mean. You yeah. know what I mean? Girls can be a little bit rough. What's more common? What? Circumcised or uncircumcised? Circumcised. In the States. States circumcised. circumcised. It's definitely an American thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much an American thing. I um, would also I I actually don't well, it's a cult it's a cultural thing as well. Yeah. Like, it's no, very it's American. Sort of, and it's Religious as well. Yes, yeah, Jewish religious. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. so that's what I was going to say. Like, New York especially has a high Jewish population, so I know it's very common here, but yeah. I don't necessarily know if in states in the U.S. where, like... If that would be common. Yeah. If it would necessarily be as common. I mean, without I don't know. getting into generalization or anything, but, like, that, you know, that was... That's my situation. Down there. Yeah. And, you know, like, normally what happens is, you know, if I feel pain... And really, I should be better about, like, saying, ow, I feel pain. Uh, instead, I'll just kind of, like, bite my tongue. Like, we'll, like, the more we have sex, the more, like, lubricated she just, her body naturally right. becomes. And it was just, like, we're good to go. You know, at this point, we're like, okay. You know, we're probably, like, a couple minutes in. And it's like, all right, this shit still hurts. You know what I mean? Like, all right, let's do a timeout. I'm just, like, throwing in the flag. Like, hold on. Let's, let me grab a condom. And then, you know, we can continue. Better, yeah. So I get up, and instantly, as soon as my body is, like, vertical, like, I just see two drops of blood on the hardwood floor, and I'm just like, 
oh my god. And like, <laughs> it, it was like, a, just jarred, you know what I mean? Just like stunned, like looking at my dick, there's literally blood coming out of the tip of my dick. And I'm like, oh my God, holy shit, holy shit. And like, at this point I'm like kind of talking out loud, not to her, but more to myself. Like, yo, relax, relax. There's blood coming out of my penis. You know what I mean? Like, this is happening. I instantly grab a towel, I place it against my dick. And like, you know you're shocked when you're like, you don't even react, you just, I literally, I just want to lay back down. I was like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay, keep pressure on it. And then with one hand, holding the towel against my penis, the other hand went instantly to Google, and I'm like, all right. What do I do? You're like, what, the tip of my penis is bleeding, like, what's up? And it turns out, like, this- Siri. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Alexa, Alexa. Um, But but what I found was that it's actually common. But wait, what is her reaction in this moment? Obviously, she's, uh, she's very worried. Right, she's kind of like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, as if it's her fault, and it wasn't her fault. It was just like, it was, it was probably more me than anything for not expressing like, hey, there's pain, we should, we should stop, figure this out for a second. Honestly, it was on me, right? Like, she didn't do anything wrong other than like, you know, like, we were having sex. Um, so I, you know, I was just trying to calm her down, like, yo, it's cool, don't worry about it. And so we just kind of laid there. And like, after I had read that it was common, it happens, it'll heal back up, and like, six weeks time or something i was the only thing i could think about was like holy shit six weeks oh my god i was like oh my god is that for real i have to wait six six weeks, weeks and no sex like do people do that after they give birth yeah um so I, <laughs> I, think I think it's eight weeks wow all right we learned something i didn't know that um so i was like okay word that was it like that kind of like as soon as that took over, I think I relaxed about everything else. We like chilled there for a second. I was like, I'm gonna go test it out. You know, my penis. I was gonna go pee. I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna go take. Yeah, because at this point t- now it's been under a towel. You know, it's been so cool. You're not I was really like, you know, sure what's going on. Because it's like six a.m. I have to go to work still. You know, so I, like I go pee. It's like okay, word, it works. Can you like put a so band-aid like, right. on it. At least at that point, it's like all right, we're good. Yeah, can you put a bandaid on? No, I, feel like I just kind of like terribly I kind of just like actually. left it and so the bleeding honestly, stopped. Yeah. And I wasn't even going to go to the doctor. But then my roommate's like, dude, what the fuck? Go to the doctor. And like he put on like his like, you know, like I think both of us are debaucherous like fiends, but like he'll be the more responsible one when necessary. And he kind of put on his like, his like responsible voice. I was like, I need you to do this for me and go to the doctor. Okay. I was like, okay, fine. It's your penis. Yeah. It's the one you have. You know, like... Don't I, you want to you know, treat it? I just kind of, like, you know, I was dismissive of it. Of but, like, it. I was like, okay, cool. So I go to the doctor. And, like, it takes forever to get in. But once I'm in, the doctor's, like, looks at it and is like, holy shit. He literally... He actually says, oh, my God, that's a big cut. And, like, I was like, all right. First, I was like, that's not that's very really professional. That's really not I need you to be like, okay, cool. This is what we're going to do. Rather than, whoa! You know what I mean? Like, he was like, okay... Because at first, no, even before that, he was like, so you might have, like, a disease or something. I was like, what? Like, no, no, I, don't, I was like, I don't think you get me, you know what I mean? It's like, it wasn't, like, internal bleeding. It was, like, I think it was, like, external forces, you know what I mean? It's like a physical wound. Oh, so, so then quite at that point, he, like, saying. inspects it and was like, oh, word, it's a cut. So then I'm like, I asked, you know, I addressed the elephant in the room, I'm like, so how long until I get to have sex? You know what I mean? Like, that's all I was, like, thinking about, to be honest with you. And so, like, like, no stitches? No, nothing. He was just like, like, put this ointment on and you're good. And and then in response to my question, he was like, all right, like, probably, like, a week. I was like, oh, cool. Word. You know, like, it'll just, like, heal over, whatever. So, you know, I go a week without having sex. And then... How was that for you? It was fine. It was like a work week. You know what I mean? You're, like, <laughs> like, it happens. Just stay busy. And then that Saturday... I had a girl I had been seeing for a while comes over and like, you know, like again, I think we were drinking that night, so we didn't have sex that evening. I, I mean, anyone who listens to this probably like, this kid gets, has a real whiskey dick problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we don't try to have sex until the next morning. And then, you know, like it's going fine. And then I just out of precaution, I'm like, you know, I feel some things like some friction i should just check it and you know honestly at this point you would think that i would just wear a condom oh you didn't oh 
You know what I mean? Like, Why aren't you wearing a condom anyway? I don't... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, these are people I had been seeing for a duration of time. We had... It's America. Like, we had already it's established... Right. Oh, yeah. It's America. Okay, yeah. It's very... So the Australians are very cautious about their condoms. The Americans are not. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. I, I, let me tell you, I do now. But, anyway... I mean, this was like, three weeks ago or something. No, it was like a month and a half. Okay. <laughs> Anyways... So, you know, I check it, and I'm like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? It's bleeding again. No. And at this point, I'm like, it's like, oh, my penis is bleeding. And she's like, she's just like, Did she, what? did she see your penis? Like, did she make eye contact with no, it? No, I don't, I don't, I So mean, she I don't didn't know. like see the cut? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's like, unless you like really look for it, it's really, it's not easy to see. Okay. Anyways. Um, so, I'm, so she had no concept that this your, could your penis. Happen. No, she didn't know that I had. That's what I, I mean. Just, I told her I got a sports related injury probably. <laughs> it was working out. Well, yeah. And, you know, whatever. So uh, I was like, it's bleeding. And, you know, like this is kind of, this is when it kind of all like hits, right? Like, so it's the morning. My penis is bleeding, and then, you know, I remember, and this is not, I don't think she, this was definitely not malicious, right? Like, she's a very sweet girl, and she, her response to me saying that my penis was bleeding was like, so does this mean you can't have sex? And I was like, no, like, I can't have sex right now, like, there's blood coming out of there. I can't imagine anything else coming out. And she's just like, oh, you're such a tease. And I was like, oh, that kind of hurt. I was like, oh, that stung a little bit, but that's cool. Whatever, right? Still bleeding here. <laughs> uh, so, you know, she leaves. Because, like, the bleeding is not nearly as bad as last time. So, like, within a little bit, it kind of stops. And I go into the shower. And for whatever reason, I think, like, the fatigue that I kind of, like, sidebarred earlier, I felt it all in this moment, right? Like, I'm in the shower and, like, I'm not, like, sobbing, but I'm definitely crying. And I'm just kind of like, like, what am I doing? It was just like a, such a simple question that I couldn't answer to myself. I'm like, why am I dating like this? Like, what is it about this dating style that I feel like, oh, this is conducive to the life that I want. You know what I mean? Like, couldn't answer that. And so, you know, like, I didn't have too much time to dwell on that thought because I was going to meet my friend for brunch. And so, you know, I kind of get ready. You also still have a girl in your bed. No, I just want to Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I missed that. Um, <laughs> she well, left and then he showered. Oh, yeah, okay, and then okay. I cried. I was going to cry with a girl there in my apartment. Sorry, I missed that. You what? shower cry in private, Es. Come on. Um, <laughs> no, she was standing behind him waiting <laughs> to jump in. And then, um, so I meet up with my friend. And she is like, she is honestly Yoda. Very wise. Like, go to her for whatever. And she hears all of these things and she kind of prompts the same question that honestly I don't even have an answer to until like later on, like looking back. But like she suggests like, yo, why don't you do a celibacy commitment? And I was like, oh, okay. That's an interesting thought. Like, I don't know. At that time, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to get out of it. But she's like, you know, why don't you just try it and then see how you feel in a month? Okay. Can you explain just a little bit of what you were actually feeling? Like, why why was it this that that triggered? Right. You know everything. Yeah. Right? I well, I think like I honestly think like it was. I've never had a penis injury of anything, and it's here I am. Like a power source. In some no, way? it was just kind of like I. To me, it felt like if the unit, if there was ever a sign to like right. yo, there's something you needed to address. Like, this was it. Getting two, like, given it's the same injury, but, like, having it, like, recur yeah. twice in a week was, like, all right, bro, pause. Like, you couldn't even go two weeks. No, it wasn't that. It was just, like, or... oh, it kind of just happened. It wasn't, like, I was out there chasing this. Can it I was just reframe like... it a little bit? Is it sort of, like, you're training for a marathon, and you're pushing and pushing and pushing, and then you keep, like, spraining your ankle, and finally you're, like... So obviously I shouldn't be doing this marathon because I keep hurting myself. I mean, kind of, maybe. Like, I, is that sort of what you said that you were like, I, I was so on a roll here and it was getting a bit out of hand. And yeah, then, like, I think that... Just the world basically was like... Yeah, I think it's like... I think because I was really... I didn't see anything wrong with the way I was doing it. And there wasn't anything wrong, right? Like, I'm, I'm not trying to 
say like you can't sleep around like yeah all for it i just think that like some something about having these two injuries made me feel like i needed to take a pause and reflect mm -hmm. right and i didn't even know to reflect out at, at to take a look at what yeah but i just knew i needed a pause and just kind of like okay hold up and so i think this that i took this opportunity to do the celibacy commitment as that to kind of just take this pause and reflect and you know i did so in my reflection i was kind of like okay like so one like why are you dating this way you know what i mean like so why you, you why made you... the active choice to do a celibacy well it was it wasn't me suggesting like, it was prompted by my friend. Well, your friend prompted it, but then you're saying you did come to, like, the disco like... I did commit to it. Okay, and then that's when you started reflecting, or was yeah, it Yeah, no, before? I think... I, I mean, it kind of all happened at okay. once. I mean, probably at that... Started in the shower. At, yeah. at the brunch table, <laughs> right? Like, I was kind of, like, thinking, like, okay, one, like, what's... The biggest thing was, like, why am I seeing a number of people rather than, like, just one? You know what I mean? Like, what is it about that? Um... That, that I've never even, I've tried to, like, kind of, like, suppress to some degree. Yeah. And I think it was, like, you know, um, my fear of vulnerability. Like, I think it's really easy to, like, um, I think the reason why I was dating so many people was, in my mind, I can't get hurt by one person if there's, like, two, three, four people. You know what there's I mean? It's like, else. oh, yeah. like, there's always this person I can, like, focus my attention on so I don't acknowledge that you know, whatever reason this fell through hurt. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have to deal with those emotions. Yeah. And like in the dating landscape that we're in, like you have all of these apps where it's like easy swipes. Honestly, it kind of perpetuates this idea of like emotional disassociation, right? Like yep. I don't have to deal with these emotions if I don't want to. And I think that's always been my mindset was like, I don't want to deal with like ever feeling hurt, which is like, again, honestly, it's a very simple thought. And I think all of us feel it. But I think when you ground your whole dating behavior on that idea, what comes from it is super toxic. Because yeah. you're like, oh, that's that's where like my guys or my like the facade of being able to control the trajectory of relationship comes into play. Because I'm like, okay, I don't want to get hurt, so that means I have to make sure that this relationship stays within this space. Yeah. And then there's that idea of control again, and like again, toxic, right? Um, so I think that was the first one. And then secondly, it was like me looking at my relationship with women on just like, you know, my sexual relationship with women, just kind of like taking a step back, like not even like the number of people that I was seeing, but more so like, you know, why are you seeing these individuals? Like, you know, like even if it's just one person, why are you seeing her? You know? And I think that like, it really was a weird feeling to be like, Honestly, it's probably overcompensation. Like, I have, like, these... I think growing up, because where I was growing up, I felt like I was falling short on so many measurements of masculinity that were kind of, you know, forced upon me by whatever reason, society, culture, whatever, um, you know, my friends around me, whatever it was. I felt like I was falling short in, like, every criteria, right? And, like, as an adolescent boy, like, Asian men are already emasculated enough as it is. But then for those few things for a man to, like, measure himself, you for you to also fall short on those, it just kind of is, like, it's a bummer. And, like, I just internalized all of that from high school to college. And then I think being in New York and being, you know, desired for the first time, you're just kind of, like, okay, like... Right, the more the more people that I see sexually, the more it kind of reinforces the idea that I'm a quote, you know, man, or like this is my measurement of masculinity. So it really derives from like an insecurity. Yeah. Just like I'm just I have a very fragile ego, obviously. And I think like dating a number of women in the way that I did made it feel better. Yeah. Right? Like it was a buffer around that ego. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I have all of these realizations. I think those are like the two core ones. And so I'm like, okay, you know, like awareness is bullshit. Like self-awareness that you don't, like, to your point, like put a plan into action to address means nothing. So I'm like, okay, what is, a, what is the action plan here? Like how do we address these things? And so I think the first thing that came to mind was like, 
oh, okay, I'm only going to see this one girl who I, I'd gone on a date with previously. And I was like, you know, I was really excited about her. I thought we had a really good chemistry, whatever. And so, in my mind, and not, and not even to put pressure on like, okay, this relation, this, the relationship dynamic that me and this girl have have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Not even to put any expectations like or anything on it. different approach. But I'm just like, different approach. I'm just gonna see this girl yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. Right? And, and this was just like, I, at this point, it's like the universe is just kind of like, it, I couldn't even help but laugh, right? So like, it just so happened that that night that I make this celibacy commitment and like have all of these like revelations, if you want to call them, I was supposed to see that girl. The plan fell through, and then it was one of those things where I was like, oh, okay, no worries, you know, like we tried to make a couple plans following. Those all also fell through. And then two weeks after that date, it was kind of like I had the realization that, oh, I'm getting ghosted. It's like, okay, cool. This sucks, right? Like, I was like, oh, that... You picked her. I was like, <laughs> right? Like, it was like, oh, the universe is so funny. It was like, good one, universe. It was like, I didn't want. I was happen. like, cool, cool. I get it, you know. Break my penis. Like, give me some clarity. And then kick me where it hurts. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's tight. So, like... You know, I'm two weeks into my celibacy commitment, having just been ghosted. It, like, hurt having that realization, but at the same time, I kind of had... It, I, it felt invigorating in a way. Yeah. Because it was kind of like, oh, you know, like, that definitely not something I want to feel. I'm not going to volunteer to be like, yo, ghost my ass. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, it bruises and, like, I feel it, but I'm all right. Yeah. You know, and this is all, like... And throughout those two weeks, I'm doing everything that I'm always afraid of doing. Like, getting so caught up on a girl. Like, oh my god, did she text me back? Oh my god, yo, read this text for me. Does it sound right? Am I coming off as needy? Is it weird that I double texted? Is it, you know, like, all these things that I, I'm like, yo, I never want to be that guy. I was that guy for two weeks. Yeah. Only to get ghosted. And it was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, look, there's worse, right? So, having that kind of... Having that feeling was, I think, really good for me. I mean, given that I broke my celibacy commitment that, you know, like, shortly after, I was like, oh, fuck this. But after I, like, after I had broken Who was it, that? Wait, just, just a random yeah. person that I would met at a bar. Yeah. Who also ghosted me. <laughs> it was just like, oh, man, I can't catch a break. But, um, you know, like, I, I broke my celibacy commitment, like, two weeks into it. Um... I felt like, wow, I really, that kind of sucked. You know what I mean? Like, Did it I, feel like you didn't have as much control as you actually sort of thought? No, nah, it wasn't even control. It was just more of like, you know, like it was like holding myself accountable. And I feel like that's what this whole Thing is year of dating has been about is like my lack of self-accountability. It's like me being very reckless with other people's emotions and not being honest with myself. And it was just like, honestly, that all could have been addressed if I was just holding myself a bit more accountable. And so like to know all of that at this time and place and having allowed myself to just kind of like act out again, I was like, ah, oh, dude, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I recommitted that day. I mean, you know, like after sex. <laughs> <laughs> and we're at one month today. Woohoo! Yeah, we're at one really? month. Really? Yeah. Isn't it for one month? Like are you for... Are you yeah, like... no, it's for one month. So I'm like, I've made, I've done it. Yeah. I can't tell you I feel any different. Okay. Right? Like, there isn't like, I'm not like, uh... What, what, were you thinking you were going, I mean, who knows, but were you thinking that there was going to be like... I don't know. I don't know what, I didn't, I had no expectations of it. Are you craving, it. like, are you like, I'm going out tonight? Like, how, uh, how, I guess where he, where's your mental head at now, right now? Where's my head at now? Okay. I mean, like, having, having had this discussion where we talked about all of these things... So, like, that, that's really informing my answer right now. Yeah. I think, like, if you would ask me, like, Too at a bar, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going to get freaky naughty tonight. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be my... But, like, okay, we just talked about all this. I think, like, okay, what do I want to do moving forward? Yeah. I mean, I think I just want to be... Honestly, I want to date more intentionally. Mm-hmm. Right? I think less frequently, but more intentionally. I think I just want to, like, have... Not to put any pressure on any relationships that I have with, like, women moving forward for it to be, like, X, Y, and Z. But I think 
I want to make sure that I am putting up the necessary effort and energy that the other person puts forth. You know what I mean? Like I want to be receptive to it and I either want to match it or like go above and beyond, right? Like I want to be, I want to you see wanna, myself in a better dating life. You want to invest into dating. Yeah. I, I mean like, like, yeah. I mean without, because like when you say investing, <laughs> I think like the association is like, oh, you're trying to like have a girlfriend. It's no, like, I look at it as, because you've, you've been very cautious at keeping, this is my wall, this is my boundary. Yeah. And now you're saying, okay, we can scoot the wall down yeah, a little I think bit. Yeah, I, I think I it owe it. It doesn't necessarily mean like next month you're getting married. <laughs> yeah, no. But I think I owe, I, I think everyone has to be open to vulnerability or like the idea of being hurt. I think like if we're going to like hit yeah. the nail on the head, I have to be open to the idea of being hurt if I'm going to engage with anyone romantically. Especially right. if you also have the power to hurt right. them. So right. It's, like, it's just like, that's this. unfair. Like, for one side to be like, okay, I want to date you, and I want to hang out and spend all this time together, but I'm not down to get hurt. So, like, what are you saying then? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have, that's like the name of the game. So, I think not, like, being naive or even lying to myself to say that, like, oh, I don't feel this. Just, like, kind of letting whatever feelings happen and transpire, and then reacting accordingly, and not, like, more so cutting things off before anything even starts yeah. right like putting up all these walls around the, my relationship with women so that they fit within these confines like that's just super inconsiderate i think this really brings up this subject of like how sometimes we treat sex as sex and like love or you know right 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 that they're mutually ex yeah, exclusive and yet in some ways like i know there's times where it's totally big, but it's it's it's, it's still joined. Yeah, no, they're not. I, I think that's the thing, too. It's like, especially at our age, living in New York with dating apps that have really gamified dating. The whole experience. You just yeah. naturally remove emotion from dating. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't, yo, that's not how it works. The big thing I'm finding when I'm online dating right now is I have to remind myself that you're dealing with a human being. Because it's time, you know, this whole ghosting thing, or like, I go on dates sometimes, and it's so clear to me that this is not what I, like five minutes in I'm like no 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 but let's have a coffee you know let's have a chat and then I walk away and like the other day he texted me later saying just how was your night but I you know I was like no come on like it was pretty clear that yeah that that we didn't really have a well it could be to you it doesn't I know, necessarily mean that it is that's to the thing and I didn't text back uh -huh. you know and, and I like come on like I have this I feel like I'm trying to create this rule of myself. If you are going to get involved with this, you treat someone like you have. No, you for treat sure. everyone else sure. in your life. Who yeah. have you never just not text back? Yeah. Probably too many people. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm a terrible well, texter. she's pretty. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I really, I want to be better at just yeah. the and like, I think human beings. Honestly, that's really what this is all about, right? I think, like, if we just all hold ourselves a little bit more accountable. accountable. Just, like, not, not even to put an expectation that these relationships go anywhere more than like sex or hookups. Yeah. Like that's totally fine. But I think it's like, okay, even if it's all on me to be like the, I don't know, like the more responsible one or the more respectful one in this relationship in terms of like, okay, like I, if I'm going to ghost, uh, rather than ghosting you, I'll just, just have that you. confrontation, yeah. have that conversation or like, you know, like if you're not emotionally invested in this, like having that clear, just being like, yo, I'm not emotionally invested in this. Maybe, that means we that need we to, need to, like, yeah. move another direction, right? Um, but so, yeah, I mean, the, it's it, it's it's easier said in theory, obviously. Yeah, but it's a good... Right. I mean, I yeah, think, and there'll yeah. be times where you do it, and then times where you totally slip up. And, and uh, it, I'm it, amazed how much I struggle with the after bit. I really... I mean, I struggle to get on the date, and then I'm on the date. I'm like, I'm but like, you're pretty consistent about your approach to the after bit, so I don't understand why you struggle. <laughs> what, you to should say, just go I'm into it and be like, I know I'm going to tell him I'm not interested, so I should just prep my, well, my I message. I, I know, I thought I could just say something in my notes. You're a lunatic. <laughs> and just be like, you know, it's lovely to meet you, but I didn't feel the right thing because then I don't have to go please don't the... script it okay please I mean, don't that's, script I mean, it that's... that's again they're human okay. beings yeah well I mean... I'm people I mean that's one step 
step up from not texting. See, this is where it's... it's I guess. It's gradual steps. Gradual steps. Well, I mean, whatever it takes, right? Like, as long as you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. But, like, yo, dating is tricky. It's just, like, dating is so hard. And, honestly, there's never, like, this moment of realization that changes your whole trajectory of how you operate. But it more so, I think it's just, like, having the understanding that it just requires consistent effort. Yeah. Like, I, consistency. I completely... And I think, like, I hold myself as a very emotionally emotionally stable and, like, sort of mature person. When it comes to dating, I feel like I take five years back. And that's when I'm starting to realize, I'm like, I hope to be with someone that is emotionally mature. mature and I'm like, well, you're not acting like... It. I'm not acting like it, you know? Yeah. So, like, well, get that shit into order if you're that's what you're expecting also from the yeah, other person. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and like, they're just like, there, there should be an understanding that there is a, there is a way to date and like sleep around and do, and be casual and doing it respectfully. Right? Like, I think that like, as soon as people are like, oh, it like, feels like an oxymoron. It does. No, it does. Like, it does. It does. It does. That's what I'm saying. Because I'm really, I'm like, you keep well, saying it and I'm like, I'm really no. not buying it. No, though. there is though, know. right? Like, I, I, I mean, guess I, so. I mean, because like, if you're no. both on the, because if you're both on the same page and that's both what you're wanting but, then fine but but that type of maturity and I, dialogue that you yeah. have to have to make sure that that's actually where it's happening and then as soon as someone gets feelings then you have to be able to voice that and be like right. I'm yes. starting to feel something but different to me I feel like you would need to have that conversation before you ever have sex with the person right because once you've had sex with and I, I do not want to generalize. I do not want to say, like, all women or all men are no, one we, way. We can just say ourselves. But, like, I, I get myself. Yeah. Like, if I were to meet you at a bar, we hang out, hook up that night, after the fact, if it wasn't an immediate, like, one-night stand, it just I don't know if... Murky. Yeah, I'm like, I think I'd, I'd automatically be in murky. My theory, and, like, I'll let, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Right. But like in theory. By the way, I'm not casually <laughs> one night standing it all the time. Um, I think in theory, what I mean by doing it responsibly is like I don't think that sleeping around is wear irresponsible. A condom. <laughs> Sorry, yes, wear, let's start with a condom. Right? <laughs> but because like to say that there isn't a way to do it responsibly would would mean that dating around and sleeping around is irresponsible, and that's not true, right? I think like that's a freedom that we're all allowed to have. Like yeah. do what your sexual nature, whatever you want to do. But I think that, like, the way a way to do that responsibility really starts with just you being honest with yourself. Right? right. Like, okay, where do you see this? If, if you see it going somewhere, then you have to voice that. If you don't see it going somewhere, you also have to yeah. voice that. And like, if you feel yourself feeling something, voice that. I think it's just, like, really, like, it starts with the individual. Like, never to presume that this other person wants anything out of it. But more so, like, okay, how do I feel? What are, yeah. like... Get a temperature check on the trajectory of this relationship, roughly. You know what I mean? And then voice it, have an open dialogue, and then from that, you can make a decision. decision. But, but And I think what you were trying to... What, where this shift has come from you is you're like, I was not approaching it in a healthy no. or responsible way. Oh my way. God, I wasn't being responsible because I wasn't being honest with myself. Self, with yourself. Yes. And yes. that's the biggest thing because like, that's that's where I'm talking about like a self-aware fuckboy is like, I'm dangerous. Right, like you can you can talk to the things that you know the other person cares about. Well, then it's manipulation. Really well, right, like you can just like dip and duck out of these problems, but like you're never being honest with yourself on whether or not this thing is going to turn into something or if it doesn't. Like if if you had that understanding already, you need to voice it. And yeah. it's totally okay just like we're dating, we're figuring it out. But like that's also something you would have a discussion about. Oh right? And so that's a lot of discussions. Yeah, I mean, it's like... That's I, talk, like I talk to myself all the time, all day long. No, I know, but, but it's also a lot of discussions of someone With someone you, else. I mean, this is where this maturity part is yeah, going on, right? for sure. And, like, it's challenging. Yeah. Oh, it's so Especially challenging. Especially when the cliche of it is, like, the first part of meeting someone, it's just, like, all happy-go-lucky and great and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And you're, like, actually... The honeymoon phase is funny. Yeah. I mean, but, like, once you get past that and, like, it, things settle and you, now it's, like, okay, we have to ask some questions, yeah. both, like, internally and to each but other. what we're talking about right yeah. now is if it is actually, like, those... That conversation has to happen a lot earlier. Because if you're not actually that in, interested has, in a honeymoon period, 
Do you know what I mean? No, it's I different. see what you're saying. I, I, I mean, I think that, like, so long as it happens. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not... I wouldn't mandate it to, like, have having a conversation that has to be had prior to sex. Imagine Leo's profile starts to, like... Oh, my God. Just in online. case you didn't Just know. Just in case. Here's my waiver. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's no right or wrong no. way. I think that based off my experience and, like, just knowing that I've been the biggest problem in all of my relationship with women, and it usually derives from the fact that, like, yo, you're just not being real with yourself, and you're definitely trying to deflect. Like, I'm so good at bullshitting, I'll bullshit myself, right? Yeah. you say, I mean, <clears throat> when I'm going to ask you for the number that I asked you before, so I know it. it. With all these women that you've met, just met, not, you know, um, that there would have had to have been some amazing women. Oh, I, I think they're all amazing. And that's not even me to be like, you know, like, that kind of sounds like pretentious and condescending, but like, no, like, I've, I've, I've they really... They only pick the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I've had really, I've had really good relationships, um, and like, met some really interesting people that I'm very, I would love to have some sort of friendship with, you know, if we can't continue to do what we're doing, right? Uh, <laughs> but not a, um, not a long-term relationship. I'm, like, not even in a stage of my life that I'm even considering... That's not true. I, if, if I could have a girlfriend... If I had a girlfriend this year, I would be ecstatic. Yeah, because you did start this with the, the note that you haven't had a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, a, a no, person would, with the title girlfriend. No. Since never, high school. And never. that's also, like, you... Like, have you ever... But then, I, I mean, there's, like... Um, I think, it's like, in high school and college, I wasn't really a desired person. Like, I didn't do well with women honestly it was i've never done well with women until i moved to new york like the ongoing joke honestly it's a joke at my cost but the ongoing joke growing up in high school was that i was just like every girl's best friend. best friend like i was just like deep in the friend zone so how do you go from best friend to casanova one i think like i'm from a pretty conservative town like Oh, you can't. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, growing up, we're, you're all very impressionable. Like, you're pretty much a product of, like, whatever the cultural norm is, right? Like, yeah. I think we all say in high school, you don't really break into your own individual self until, until like, college great. and beyond, right? Yeah. So high school, you're just, like, molds of culture. And so I think, like, a lot of those skills that I learned, just, like, oh, you know, just, like, just talking to, to girls and, like, being able to, like, actually hear them, not just wait for a res- to say my response, but like digest and then react, um, like it translated well for like being an adult, yeah. right? And so now it's like, I'm living in New York, which is like, a ve- it's like, it's, you know, like in many ways, it's like, Promiscuous it's is very right progressive, word. progressive, progressive, yeah. right? Like everyone's very open-minded. I don't, you see interracial couples everywhere. You like people of all sorts are dating all sorts of other people. You know what I mean? It's amazing, right? And so, like, to be here and, like, be desired has been, like, that in and of itself, that that idea, being here and being desired, has been, like, a huge learning curve. It's like, oh, I've never had to think about, like, how to be respectful when you're dating multiple women. Yeah. Like, that's never even been a thought. You know what I mean? I didn't have any women. (laughs) I was like, I literally never had to deal with that. Yeah. Until I moved here. And then now suddenly it's like, okay, this is something I'm like trying to navigate and I've done a very poor job like just shit until I mean I haven't even I don't even have a track record to say like oh it's gotten better you know what I mean like yeah. I remember, until now like <laughs> we are in the midst we're in the yeah. thick of it of like Leo figuring out like okay this is how you date like a fucking adult you would know you I mean? okay what, like, let's end this on one question okay if would you recommend your how do I word this so it doesn't sound weird? Um, so so really, you better be a good question now. That's <laughs> great. Supportive. Um, no pressure. Where you're at right now and how you think. Mm-hmm. If, would you recommend your sister to go on a date with oh someone my God. that is like at me? your state right now? Like right now? Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> hmm. That is a tough one. Being the protective brother that I am, I would say no. Like, it's great that he's... Like, if she had pitched me, like, okay, this is who this guy is, I'd probably be like, 
yo, it's great that he's seems to be going in the right direction, but until he has a proven record, nah. Even nah. if she because like, I literally don't have and like this be, like we the uh, one of the things that we've touched on like reoccurring is like I'm really good at bullshitting. Like for all we know, this could be, this could be me bullshitting. Like, <laughs> I, I, I could just, I could just be like really well, ever. really you know eloquently you. speaking all these things, but like we have no there's no proof, literally none of like oh yeah like Leo's been so much better. Like maybe you could call the one month celibacy thing as like. Oh, like he's that's a that's forward. a step forward. But like I don't know if it is because I just didn't see women. Like I literally like shut down. Like, I, I was, was like, going to I'm ask not, you. Did it wasn't like I dated and was like oh. celibate. I was like I'm just not gonna date for a month. So like in my mind, and I'd be lying if I didn't like just categorize as like oh you're just gonna save some money for a month. Oh. You know what I mean? Like I'll be real with you and just say like I'd be lying if that thought never came to mind. Right. It did. It, it definitely work. did. Okay. Right? There's like a bonus to this. Oh so my it's God. like, until I can, like, like the celibacy thing, honestly, isn't even proof of anything, if we're going to be real. So, you know, until I can move forward and like, see, like, start dating again, and still be addressing these problems that I have, and like, my vulnerability issues, and like, the fuckboyness, like, until I can actually do that, nah, I would not recommend any woman that I cared about to date someone like me right now. Essie's Hour of Love is produced by Essie Czar, Grace Taylor, and Nancy Pappas. With sound editing and music by Jimmy Lindsay. Always a special thanks to our guests who are going.